This weekend, I shared a document with my subscribers about the death of copywriting, asking, are we about to see the death of copywriting? Because primarily of the rise of artificial intelligence tools like ChatGPT that is able to churn out this copy that's it's not great, it's not great, but it's pretty good. And it happens really, really fast. And um, it also happens way cheaper, considering it's 20 bucks a month for ChatGPT, than hiring a copywriter. And I got a, a and, and actually I made the point that the way that I write copy is not that different from uh, ChatGPT. The way that ChatGPT works is it's trained on a bunch of data and then it, it takes everything that it has had inputted so far and based on what it thinks your expectations are, it outputs some kind of writing, right? And it mixes up all the ideas and all of that, but it, it generates new language based on that. Well, that's basically how I write copy too. So uh, I, I you know, take in a bunch of research, I take in a bunch of ideas, I mix it up, and based on what I think the direction is that this needs to go, I write some new copy. And right now, ChatGPT is not as good as me and not as good as most other really good copywriters, but, but, it's getting so much better. And so I released this, I, I sent out this email and it talked about how ChatGPT and good copywriters basically write copy in the same way. And I had a subscriber send in a smug and sarcastic question that I thought that I would use for today's Mailbox Monday episode just because, well, it allows us to go a little bit deeper here. So um, if AI is replacing copywriters, why do I still write my own copy? Um, so the subscriber, I'm not going to name them or anything, said, did the AI write this email or did you personally write the email selling the idea that AI can write for you? So, man, uh, I say this is a smug question because because like that's that's where it was left. It's one of those passive aggressive like I'm going to just drop this on you and walk away. And uh, I will say that that's complete BS because this person does not want a substantial conversation on this. This person does not want a nuanced conversation. This person just wants to be right and they want to walk away. They don't want to engage. So yes, I wrote the email that was saying AI will be able to write for you. Not can, will. I wrote the email that said AI will be able to write for you. It will replace most copywriters and um, and so I set up what you need to do if you are serious about continuing to have financial success in marketing and business going forward. A really important point responding to that question, the specific details of that question, now is not tomorrow. So this is a great little graphic from, um, I believe the guy's name is Tim Urban from Wait But Why. And he wrote a long analysis into the, the rise in AI intelligence. And yeah, for a long time, people have been working on AI. And even like last year with the AI copywriting tools that were out before ChatGPT and, um, and all of that came out, 
I really thought that they were pretty terrible. Um, I thought that, okay, maybe there's some usable stuff that you can get out of them, but they're just consistently frustrating. And there's, I, it's hard for me to see a lot of potential in, in getting much out of them based on, like no matter how much work I put into them. In fact, at one point, I, all that I wanted to do was uh, to come up with a bunch of ideas for an email campaign for a client and kind of come up with rough outlines that I could then edit into emails. And just, it, it was impossible. Uh, so I got in there, I played around a little bit, and then I quit really quickly um, and went back to just writing the emails myself. Now, with GPT 3.5 and then GPT 4, especially with the paid version of ChatGPT, not so much, right? I can come up with quick drafts very, very effectively that are... Um, you know, they, they come out quick and they are editable into something good. As I've said in the past, it's like having a junior copywriter where you have to give some really good advice about how that junior copywriter needs to write in order for it to turn out well. And then you might get something that's worth editing into a finished product, right? And so right now, right now, AI is not as good as a lot of copywriters, but, but, where are we at on this curve? So for those of you who are just listening, it shows an exponential curve and it shows AI intelligence going up at a rapidly accelerating pace. And you know, first it passes the line of, oh, AI is as smart as an ant. Okay, great, AI is as smart as an ant. Hmm, and then it's as smart as a bird. Okay, smart as bird, cool. Um, you know, it's like a, a, a T-Rex with, a beak and much smaller, um, probably could hunt some things, maybe uh, eat subscribers for breakfast who are sending in snide and uh, sarcastic questions, but you know it wouldn't know to differentiate that subscriber from a good one. Then all of a sudden it's as, as advanced as a chimpanzee, right? And it's going through these different levels of intelligence a little bit quicker, a little bit quicker, a little bit quicker. And then it reaches the level of a dumb human. And the response for the person on the left-hand side of this uh, part of the exponential curve says, ha ha, that's adorable. The funny robot can do monkey tricks. Ha ha, that's adorable. Oh, look at what AI can do. Oh, that's fun. Look at what you can do with AI. Okay, cool, yeah. And then, the difference between a dumb human and Einstein is much smaller than the difference between a dumb human and a chimp. And so by the time it gets to a dumb human, it is not very far away from being at the level of a very, very smart human. Right? By the time we get to the point where it is writing copy as good as an entry-level copywriter who needs a lot of direction and a lot of advice, we are not very far from it writing better copy than the best copywriters most of the time. That's the power of exponential growth of AI technology. And I don't think that we can deny it anymore that AI is at this place where it is just going to change life as we know it. Now, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It's like saying, oh, the combustion engine is going to change life as we know it. And um, suddenly, suddenly, all the people who ran horse stables had to come up with something new to do 
with their lives. Now, you wouldn't go back to the time before combustion engines and cars and all of that, right? The, the, the automobile that gets you all over the place so easily. But it did definitively, definitively put horse stables out of business in mass, right? Life may have gotten better by a lot of regards. Of course, we can argue the environmental impact at this point, but uh, life got better in a lot of ways over the 20th century, the rise of the automobile, all of that in ways that just are, you know, it, it absolutely was not nearly as good when we were all horse and buggy. And so we're at that point here with AI. We're at that point where there's this radical transformation. And you can make sarcastic remarks all you want that, oh, like, oh, that's a nice automobile being shown for the first time and it doesn't drive 60 miles an hour yet, but it's coming. The time is coming. So with regards to copywriting, there's this, people are often referenced as like A-list copywriters, A-level copywriters, and then the comparing, once you have that in place, you compare, okay, this person's a B-level, a C-level copywriter, or this copy is B-level copy, C-level copy, D-level copy, whatever, right? There's different levels roughly equated with like grades that you might get in school. And when you look at AI copywriting right now, it's like C-copy, you know, if you do a really good job with it, you can make it be B copy. You can edit it into something closer to A copy. And that might take some time. And, you know, in the case of me writing emails today, uh, when I come up with an idea, it's just as easy for me to crank out the email as to get AI to do it and to um, then have to edit it and make it my own voice and all of that. But, but that's this generation of AI, right? And if it's a longer project or a more complex project or a project that I may have less ideas about, I could go through an entire brainstorming process and come up with, okay, um, I want to know what all these different emails are going to be about. Okay, can you outline the main points? You know, give me three bullet points for each email. Okay, and just start to go through iterations to come up with pretty good frameworks for an entire email campaign, right? I didn't happen to do it on these emails because I knew exactly what I wanted to write and just cranked it out, right? But you can do a lot of things with AI now with regards to copywriting. Now, it still struggles in a lot of places. It struggles with story. It struggles with like matching the personality of the person using it or the person that you're trying to represent in the copy. Um, it struggles with some things regarding the dynamics of human writing. It struggles with accuracy, <laughs> with telling the truth. It struggles with longer messages where you, know, you have to do a, a hook uh, a lead to the sales letter, and then you have to prove your point. And the like, you can't just tell it to write an entire 10,000 word VSL script that's gonna really nail some big idea for you without a whole bunch of work to make that happen. But, but that's now, that's not tomorrow, okay? It may be a C level copywriter today, it may be a D level copywriter today, but. GPT 3.5 was arguably at least one level below G GPT 4, 
right? And this stuff is growing quickly and improving quickly. And so the question is, for how long, right? AI is going to improve its skills faster than you are, faster than I am. It's, it's on this exponential curve and we're reaching this place where it just looks pretty vertical from here, right? And the improvement, if it's twice as good in two years, and then twice as good two years after that, and then twice as good two years after that, like how far does that have to improve before suddenly you're looking at it and you're like, I can't, I can't keep up, right? And, and like, I don't mean to be a doomsday person here, but the reality is that things are changing, right? Uh, you know, telling the people who run a stable that uh, you might want to pay attention to what's going on in the internal combustion automobile business over there. Um, Henry Ford uh, might be making your, uh, your, your horse care a little less relevant, right? You might need to think about what you're going to do here. Like that's, that's not doomerism. That's just practical acknowledgement of the situation, right? Because at some point, and it's probably not very far into the future, these systems are going to improve themselves way more efficiently than we are able to improve them. And that may actually be going on behind the scenes right now. I don't know. Uh, I, in my notes here, I said self-help AI, not because AI will give you self-help, although right now you could have a conversation with ChatGPT about how to improve your life. But the AI is going to help itself improve. And then who knows, who knows, like prepare to have your mind blown because we don't know what it's going to do. Right. And so technical skills, very technical skills, like putting words on the page to represent an idea. If that idea is clearly communicated from the beginning, those skills are going to become way less relevant. Like if I can sit down and I can tell an AI, hey, uh, here's an idea for a sales letter. Here's the product that it's selling. Uh, can you first give me an outline of that? Okay, let's tweak the outline. Okay, here's my tweaked version of the outline. Now, can you turn this into copy? Okay, like suddenly, suddenly all of that and maybe it's going to take a few more rounds of finessing there, but suddenly all of that is way more efficient than me sitting down for a week or a month or two or three months, maybe to crank out some big, big idea sales letter. Right. And so, or hiring somebody else to do it or someone hiring me to do it. Right. And it's going to be all about that input of ideas and strategies. So who's left? Who's left? Well, my argument in my death of copywriting notes was that the marketing strategist is the person that's left. The person who can say, here's where we're going. Here's what we need to do. Here's the tools that we need to use, right? Um, so, okay, we're launching this new product. Uh, here is the idea around the product. Here is the benefit of the product. Here's the market for the product. Okay how can we get the copy written? And it doesn't have to be a human copywriter. It can be AI. Okay, cool. Let's get that copy written. Okay, how can we translate that into a video? It doesn't have to be somebody reading the script. It could be AI taking the person's voice. How could we like, and, and there's going to be a lot of strategic decisions that are made, even if the technical 
implementation of that strategy happens very easily, very quickly, very effectively by AI, by algorithms, there's still going to be humans making decisions about what directions to go for, I think, a long time. Uh, that's my, that's my, you know, flag in the ground, right? That humans are going to still have this strategic role, even as more and more technical roles are taken over by AI. And so, if you embrace that, if you embrace that, your role today then is to say, I want to be a marketing strategist. So you know the 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 horse. Um, the horse care stables. Well, maybe they open up a couple of their stables to uh, to do mechanical work on these new Ford automobiles that are showing up in town. And suddenly they're ahead of the game instead of behind it. Suddenly they're in on this new opportunity instead of the the, the one that's going away, right? Or they're on both. You know, while the old one is still relevant, they do it. While the new one is relevant, they do it. And then they are able to transition more effectively into the new world being created by the new technology. So my call to action for you at the end of this is to ask yourself, you know, how are you going to use this knowledge? How are you going to use this knowledge, right? Right now, yes, I still write my own copy. I still outlined this episode based on the ideas that I wanted to share. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, sneaky, sneaky, I have used ChatGPT to help me with some brainstorming around some of my episodes when it seemed appropriate. Okay. So ask yourself how you can use this going forward. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. And I will link you to this, the notes on the death of copywriting. Actually, if if you go find it um, at the first link in the description within a few hours of when this episode comes out, there is a special offer attached to it. But still, the, the message is relevant if you're concerned about or interested in knowing how AI is shaping the future of copywriting and why the technical skill may not be something that people are getting paid for for very long. Definitely check that out. I'll leave that link in the description even when the offer is expired. And if you'd like to ask me a question to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, that link is in the description as well under Ask Roy Your Question. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'll see you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.